Alright, hello my friends, welcome back to Garage Talk, a podcast where we talk, or uh, no, where we shine, I wrote, a light on the people. My name is Jonah Ledesma. I'm Jake, and this is our guest, Keith Gordon. Keith is the singer for Cardinal Sins, he is a liberty activist, and he is here with us tonight. Keith, how's How it going? Doing? It's going good, man. You know, I've just been getting some shopping done, stuff like that, well, a lot of fun stuff. It's the season. Yeah, it's been a busy day, but I'm glad to be here. Yeah, you were doing shopping, right? Yeah, yeah. Right not getting much of it done. But <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Sounds like me. Because I'm indecisive. Yeah. Procrastination. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't know why I stray away from the internet. I, I, was, I always end up going back to it anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do with most of my Christmas shopping is off like Amazon or eBay. I still Quick got, and easy. I still got Christmas shopping to do. That's Sounds like a personal problem like, there, my guy. It is a very personal problem. What is it, like three weeks? Three weeks? I know I'm gonna have to No, it's more like two weeks, right? Yeah, two around weeks there. Christmas. I have to finish my Christmas shopping on the 21st. I think it's like a week and a half because I think it's next Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Next Monday? Yeah, next Monday. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's Christmas. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Chrysler. Chrysler. Speaking about Chrysler, <laughs> our sponsor. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, flag, flag, flag. <laughs> flag. Copyright infringement. All right. Anyway, so Keith. Cardinal Sins. That's his band. His band. He's been playing a lot, dude. Yeah, we're trying to keep him busy. That's awesome. That's what I wish we could do. Yeah, dude. Just, you know, trying to get as many shows as possible. Host a a couple shows here and there, you know. Just uh, meet as many people as you can. And, you know, whenever a spot opens up, say, hey, man, what are you doing? That you do a lot of house shows too, huh? Uh, Not a lot. We do a few. They take a lot of planning and uh, parking comes a little difficult sometimes, but they're fun. They're a lot of fun. I always heard house shows are pretty cool. I always wanted to do one. Yeah, dude. I mean, they're worth it. It just takes a little bit of planning. We've been to some house shows where the parking is atrocious. You know, like <laughs> some people don't really consider that stuff, and comes basically like a puzzle, like those like those <laughs> games on the old iPhones where it's like. You're trying to move the cars around to get to the exit. Oh, man, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. But, yeah, house shows are a lot of fun. We enjoy do, doing them. Yeah, why does it take a lot of planning? Um, you know, you just have to get weekends locked down, find out who can play, find out who you want to play, you know. And for us, the parking isn't too bad because um, we have a pretty decent-sized lot with some empty space. So uh, on our part, it's not, it's not too bad, but cool. some places it can get, get it can get difficult for is sure. There, is there a big difference between booking like house like house shows and then just regular venues? See, we've never personally booked a venue. We've played venues, you know, that other people have planned. Yeah. But we've never hit up the venue to initially to organize a show, so we're not really sure how to go about that. I think we've done that. Uh, my band, we've done that maybe like once or twice. Maybe? Yeah. It's hard. Pass I mean, Was that one of them? No. We were invited to that show. Yeah, there's not a lot of venues around here. So, I mean, Dude, and the I, ones that yeah. were around here have closed down? or Because I, I started gigging back in 2010. And I just, you know, I was like, I, like we started kind of towards the end of like what was supposed to be like a really robust scene. And I just saw everything just dry up. That's what I've heard. I've you know some bands have come back recently from a pretty decent hiatus or hiatus, whatever you want. Hiatus. <laughs> hiatus. All right, so there you go. Sorry, Ooh. I learned it from reading. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, yeah, they come back and they're like, "What happened, man? Like, 
back in the day, you know, the scene was great, and there was all these venues, and people would show up to shows, and they would get super cool. But nowadays, you know, it's like there's not a lot of people, and the people you do see are the kind of regulars, you know. It's not, yeah. It's not uh, people who's coming like, oh, let's go check out a show, you know. It's the same faces you see, which is cool, you know. It yeah, is. you build up. It's it's a community, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I heard Sacramento has been a real hot spot for uh, up and coming bands. So we actually played in Sacramento like two weeks ago, and we played in front of four people. Well, four so, people. So that was fun. Yeah, hey, it's better than no people. Uh, it was. Well, we, we just <laughs> basically no saw people. it. Basically, I, yeah. I know how that is. I know how that community. Yeah, we basically just saw it as a as a practice with a longer drive. Okay, see, that's the uh, yeah. that's that's like the question. You know, it's like, how do you get people out? You know. And the thing is, it's, it's all, you know, I, I talk with this with, like, with Charles and, and, and Rick and all these, you know, everyone, it's like people just don't. People aren't interested. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to smaller shows, I think it really depends on the local bands from that area, you know. It's because, like, obviously, if we go to Sacramento, there's nobody going to be like, oh, dude, Cardinal Sins is playing. Like, you got to pretty much rely on the people that actually live there or hope that maybe the venue has a regular turnout regardless of who's playing. But. I mean, I heard house shows are actually a way better way of getting your name out there. Anyways, like bands like Beartooth made it big just from doing a lot of house shows. Yeah, I mean, house shows are a lot of fun, and throwing house shows can make you some decent connections, you know? Yeah. That'd oh. be cool. I'd love to do a house show. House show of Jonas. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, at my job, you know, there's been some kind, you know, people are like, oh, you know, hey, let me listen to your music and stuff like that. And I think uh, there's, you know, I could probably get. Some of these people out to show. Start selling merch at work. <laughs> no, not some, not doing. I'm not harm myself out at work. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, I could probably get you know some people out to shows, but you know, it's like how uh, you know because it, it's all dependent on it, how popular is your music. You know, not yeah. just your music specifically, but how popular is your style. You know? Yeah. Well, also the people that are really looking to go to them. Like we have some people show up to shows because they think it's a regular party. And they hear people yelling and screaming, and they're like, you know, what, maybe I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> or a lot of people, people wearing black and stuff, and like colored hair, and they're like, you know what, maybe this isn't a regular party. That's not, that's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, so they'll walk in, and they'll be like, oh, there's that person. And then a minute later, they're like, no, I'm gone. <laughs> so, yeah, you gotta reach out to a certain group of people that are really into that stuff. And that's also difficult when you're booking venues because certain venues are just really not friendly for alternative music. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, we play with a lot of like <laughs> punk bands. And, you know, some pretty, like, heavy bands. So typical restaurant scenes aren't really aren't really looking for that kind of yeah, stuff. Man. Dude, we, uh, we played this... Sh- we were set to play this show. It was an early morning show at, like, 10 or something. Not early, early. It was, like, <laughs> at 10 or something, right? It was the morning. And what had happened was they... We sent them their our music. We sent this venue our music. And it was this little diner. And we are like, okay, so we're setting up. We're wheeling in these big amps, these big drums and everything. And they say, oh, um, you know, we start to play. We get, like, maybe 30 seconds into our first song, and it's a loud one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they stop us, and they're like, uh, is there a way you can turn down? And I'm like, yeah. sure. And so what had happened was they thought we were going to be playing more of an acoustic set. Oh, yeah. What they thought did we were, you send them? We sent them our, our full album. Okay. We sent them our album, basically, you know? So they know what we sounded like, but I... Or, or I don't think they listen to you that's guys. That's the thing. I don't think they even listen to us, you know? So. Like, oh, okay, cool yeah. band wants to play here. Let's just hope they're not too fucking loud. And we were really <laughs> loud. So. Yeah, yeah, we get the same problem. Some places just don't want something too loud. And they're like, hey, you guys turn down. 
But, you know, it gets a little bit difficult when we have, like, a loud drummer. Just or, you know, we rely, a lot, we rely a lot on distortions like that. So yeah, and you like, do a lot of shouting, too. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the same effect, really, you know. And there's also certain places around here that, like, I've heard, I have friends in other bands, like punk bands, and the venue owner will tell them, you know, if anybody starts moshing, I'm pulling the plug mid-set. <laughs> wow. are like, well, you know, might as well not play, because you, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The chances are somebody's, you know... <laughs> When it does go right, when you get the like a, a good venue and you get a good crowd, though, it's awesome. Oh yeah, that happened in Petaluma. Yeah, that's why you just got you know keep trying. There will be good shows there and bad shows there, but you know even playing a bad show is better than playing no show, really. Yeah, what is that? <clears throat> Uh, no publicity. The worst publicity is yeah, no publicity. yeah. Just doing things, even if nobody shows up. Maybe you talk to the bands, and the other bands are saying, "Hey, you know, we got another show later this month. We'd like to, you know, get you on that." Or, "Oh, hey, I'm filming a house show, you know, something like that." Do you ever take into account, you know, like, uh, like money, like the cost, like, like how far, how far have you guys gone out to? You know, what's the farthest you've traveled? Uh, so far Sacramento, but actually on Friday we're heading to Mountain View. No, Mountain View. Nice. Really? Where you guys playing in Mountain View? Uh, we're playing at a place. Uh, oh, sure. It's, o- it's called O'Malley's uh, Pub. It's O'Malley's a sports pub. pub. Okay. Yeah. So that would be the furthest we've gone out as of Friday. So. You should put in large front. And you should put the small small phone. We're playing at you know the pub in big letters right next to the Shoreline. So it looks like yeah, yeah. Get people out. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But that that would be cool. We're excited for that. But um, as for money, you know, uh, what were you asking really? Is there, are there concerns like? Ah, uh, this wasn't worth it, you know, especially in terms of gas and all no, that kind of stuff. No, we don't really consider gas money, you know. It's a couple bucks. You know, playing shows are fun regardless of how they turn out. Yeah. You know, we get to play. Who cares if people see us, you know, we're still doing what we have fun doing. Right on, man. One of our buddies, Rick, has um, gone to L.A. a few times for a play, uh, playing a few shows. And that's actually cost them a lot. They had to rent a van and all that stuff for all their gear. Yeah, see, when you're traveling, like, renting vans and stuff yeah. like that, I think, I think it becomes more of an issue. That's why we see sometimes touring bands, so they played our shows. You know, and, like, the local shows aren't really monetized or anything, you know. It's like, some of them charge, like, an entrance fee just to kind of, you know. You know, uh, kind of cover their bases, maybe get a little gas money. Yeah, do that, or, like, provide incentive for the people to host shows. So, like I said, you know, it can be difficult. But a lot of times you see them just passing donation jars around and say, you know, hey, donations for touring bands, you know, because they need to survive somehow. And, yeah. You know. I was gonna say there was <clears throat> we we uh, we've been out to Los Angeles. Have you? Sort of. We were in LA, LA County. County. We LA played County. a show in Pomona. We Pomona. played the uh, uh, LA County Fair. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. That was very cool. So I've been to Pomona to see the Pixies. That was cool. At the Fox Theater. Really? Hmm. I wouldn't. Uh, the sound. I had some issues with the sound, but yeah. Other than that, I I don't think I was my guitar was turned up all the way. Didn't turn up hard enough. So I, was, I had to go like, come on, crank it. I think the worst show that's ever been is either the Rippin' show that we played. The worst show that's ever been. Um, <laughs> that, one was, that one was pretty bad. Was it you, uh, was it you or, or Charles who broke a string? I think it was Charles, right? Probably Charles. I don't remember breaking a string. And then, and then sh- nobody was there. And then the show we so played was Scott's Army. Huh? So it doesn't matter if you break a string. Yeah. <laughs> Play it off, right? Yeah. And then there was the uh, Scouts Honor show where I did terrible at. <laughs> was that um? Was that the em- uh, Emory Hall? Emory Hall? Oh, that's an old one. That was cool, but Rick like, was supposed to play. Rick, yeah, Rick was supposed. To, I don't know. I was doing terrible that show. I was yeah. fucking up. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, you could so many shows. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're a lot of fun. And good memories. Yeah. One of the coffee houses we played was pretty cool. 
Yeah, I liked Coffee House. Yeah, Coffee House. Yeah, and East Union. Uh, old uh, high school. Is Cardinal Sins isn't the first band you've been in, right? Um, well, it's the first serious band. You know, I had a like little garage band with some of my friends back in high school. We pretty much, you know, playing Blink One Eighty Two covers. The stuff that everybody starts off with, really. Yeah. But you know, never moved on to really like writing our own music or. You know, playing any shows or anything like that, really just practicing in our garage. But, you know, yeah, people went their separate ways for college, stuff like that. And I was like, right, you know, that was fun. And I stumbled upon, you know, my current band. That's been a lot more serious. Do you ever use, do you utilize the internet a lot? Internet a lot? Like, um, like, do you put your music, you know, <clears throat> on, like, all these streaming services? Do you? Uh, we have, no, I mean, we just released our first EP back in the summer, and we have. We have our EP on Spotify. Uh, it's on iTunes Music, stuff like that. We have it on Bandcamp, and our main, our, like our main promotion, or uh, we usually use mostly like Facebook and Instagram for promoting our own music. Yeah, see, he's got his music on Spotify. Well, so yeah, that's the future, right? Dude, it, it sounds like whenever you say you're on Spotify, people assume that it's like super serious and they're like, oh wow, they're on Spotify. But in reality, you're just like you just pay a third party to be like, oh hey, we got our stuff, and they're like, all right, we'll put it on there for you. Did you use CD Baby? Yeah, 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 same. Yeah. yeah, for our red buddies did too. Yeah, but as soon as you say you're on Spotify, people are like, "Oh wow!" Oh wow, that? they're on Spotify. Spotify. I think they yeah. assume that Spotify <laughs> goes and seeks out bands and like, "Hey, you guys are good enough. Get on our, <laughs> get on our service." Hey man, let, let, my, let them let them think, right? Yeah. A couple of my <laughs> other uh, buddies, my other buddies' bands on Spotify too, Wolf and Bear. Oh yeah, yeah Wolf and Bear. Yeah, yeah right. they've actually been touring a lot. They've been gone, going out of state. They've been, going, been to Texas, Colorado. They've been going all over Arizona. Yeah, they've been I've doing the a lot of touring. Yeah, I've, I've never seen him, but I've heard the name. Yeah, what is it? Um, that's the that's the future. People, you know, I mean, you can put out CDs. Yeah, I mean, we can give out free CDs. Just but, to be like, you know, check us out. But, but everybody's, I mean, everybody uses either, you know, they got what, iTunes music, they got Spotify, they got yeah. Napster or whatever. One thing I noticed is, you I know, use Napster. I'm like one of the only people who uses Napster. <laughs> we had our EP on Bandcamp for a couple months before we put it on Spotify, and there was like, you know, we put it on Bandcamp, and quite a few people listened to it, but there would be some people who just like, all right, let us know it's on Spotify. <laughs> no, yeah, because I, I, exp- I was talking to someone about this, and I, you know, it's like SoundCloud... Bandcamp, those things, th- those are like musicians using, right? Yeah. You know? Musicians use that to listen to other musicians. Or just SoundCloud rappers. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or SoundCloud rappers. But, you know, to get it to, I think to really get it to people, I'm starting to, I'm starting to think this, you know, you need to get it on some, some kind of streaming, streaming service. Yeah, you gotta make it convenient. You know, certain people that really want to listen to your music, they'll go check it out, you know, yeah. but... Even YouTube, even you know, people people won't really check it out on YouTube. YouTube is just like wading through all this kind of stuff. Yeah, you can find check out my band. We're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> You're on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, even even YouTube's kind of going that way with YouTube Red too. Ah, uh, YouTube yeah. Red. Why? Why would I have to pay for something I can just watch videos on? I mean, I think YouTube Red is just dumb. <laughs> I think it's just trying to get more money. I, w- I was watching this video. On YouTube about YouTube Red, some guy says, "Here, check this out." Because you can apparently you can sign up for like a free month trial, right? Mm-hmm. And you can immediately cancel the subscription the same day, or you can and get, the, Amazon get Prime the whole too. month still for free. Yeah, yeah. But he, you know, he was going through all the, the original content, like the TV shows and stuff like that. It doesn't. YouTube has original content. They do. What the hell? And it doesn't. Be, none like of that looks really good. by the stuff that they make, like the YouTube Rewind I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm not really interested in their original content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't 
Yeah, they're, like they're trying. They're, they're trying to make themselves out to be something like Netflix. You know. Yeah. Everybody is, dude. Everybody's seeing this like the hold that Netflix has on the market, and they're like, hey, I want in on that. Like even Disney's talking about having their own streaming service. Uh, oh, actually, I heard a lot about that. They want to pull off all their content off of Netflix and uh, Hulu. Yeah. And have exactly. their own streaming service. That means you know all the Star Wars movies, all the, uh, all the Disney movies, Disney movies, uh, yeah. all the Marvel movies, too. Maybe even Marvel it. TV shows. Um, maybe they'll pull their you know. Their IP. Oh man. I don't know. Marvel's done pretty good with some of their TV shows. I like. Uh, yeah, I know they're uh, good, but yeah. Disney has the rights to them, you know. So yeah. I heard that actually they were trying to buy the rights of Fox. Uh, Disney tried to get back because they want the. Uh, uh, want to get X Men, X Men, and Fantastic Four. Really, and then they also get Deadpool, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> which that's very that's scary. A hot, that's a hot commodity. Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool, because you can't make Deadpool PG thirteen. No, and not I after mean, the first one. No, yeah, sure. can't go back. Can't go back. Oh, they're gonna buy it. Well, they're gonna buy out Fox, and they're gonna have a hire a new actor. And new Deadpool is gonna be PG thirteen. We cast uh, Ethan horrible. Wood as Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what's it? Uh... Shit. Yeah, YouTube YouTube Red looks like it sucks. The only good thing that I saw about YouTube Red was the music feature. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I can yeah fire yeah, up Napster. Yeah, you're missing Napster. Yeah. I have no idea what Napster is. You know, you remember Napster? No, you I don't Napster? remember. It used to be... Uh, remember Napster? <laughs> remember Napster? <laughs> the the fact to... that we're saying, you know, remember Napster? <laughs> you remember LimeWire? <laughs> you remember... I, I remember LimeWire. Right? That was so, like... It was like LimeWire back when it first started until uh, a couple bands protested about stealing music and stuff like just that. Just a couple bands. You know, Metallica. You know, just only a couple yeah. bands. <laughs> only Metallica. Uh, I saw the South Park episode about it. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. So, I used to use Rhapsody. Rhapsody was the music streaming site. I remember that too. Yeah. But Napster went ahead and bought out Rhapsody. Became just Napster. Oh, okay. And I mean, it's it's it, so it's Napster's actually, basically Rhapsody. Yeah, it works the same as any streaming. You know, You're like an service. old person. <laughs> I, know. I, I just use Spotify. <laughs> I'm constantly times, behind. Man. Get your times. Yeah, I'm constantly behind the times. <laughs> Bet. Bet. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Bet. 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 So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> These young kids are new hip lingo. <laughs> Speaking about getting old. Oh, yeah. So our friend Jonah, I mean Jonah, uh, had a neighbor pass away not too long ago. She was 103 years old, right? 103. And if I did the math correct. Damn, she's old as fuck. I mean, yeah, dude. What was it? I think I, I met a person who was 106 years old before. They were. And it looked like they were a walking mummy. I'm serious. They look like a walking mummy. It was like, oh. So that means my neighbor was born in 1914. 1914. Yeah. Right in the middle of World War One. And let's how let's see it. I'm 22. She would have been 22 in 1936. Damn. She would have lived through the Great Depression, through World War Two, through Vietnam, through the Civil Rights Era. Uh, talk to her the at Cold all? War. Yeah, yeah. I've talked. Uh, I'm, in fact, she moved into the house next to us. Uh, no, we moved in. No, no, no. They moved in uh, to the house right next to us when I was born. Oh, very good. So wow. she remembers me growing up. And, you know, she had babysit us oh, and things Jonah, like that. I remember when you were still pissing no. your diapers. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I interviewed her for, like, some school projects here and there. But Yeah, dude, old people's stories are the best. Like, they're the coolest. Uh, dude, they're they're surprisingly, they're there. My great grandpa actually fought in World War Two. Yeah, there are a lot of yeah, uh, there are a good number of World War Two veterans in Manteca. Yeah, same with Patterson. We, uh, me and my friends, we did a thing for History Day, 
I think, or sophomore year. And uh, we did a documentary. We did a documentary on the U.S. involvement in the Pacific during World War II. And we we interviewed a World War II veteran. And he had like he still had tanks and stuff like that from wars. Well, no not, way. Like not. I don't know if they're operating, but oh. he had them like a scrapyard stuff like that. That's awesome. And it was really really cool. Yeah. There was apparently a World War II veteran who lives in Manteca. He I don't know if he's <clears throat> still with us or not, but he was apparently one of the first. No, the, the, uh, one of the first to step out onto the beaches. On Normandy, Normandy. to live and and live because well, I mean, can you can you just ask? My father stormed the beaches in Normandy. Yeah, every time I hear Normandy, it reminds me of Stand by Me. See, it's interesting. Like my great grandpa fought in World War II as well. It's interesting talking to them versus you know more modern uh, veterans Mm -hmm. because more modern veterans you know they they like like, to talk about it. My grandpa exactly. Yeah, my great grandpa did not like to talk about it at all. He the only thing he ever told us was uh, he ate a dog, and I always forget if he either. Either went to Germany or Japan. He, he was never very specific about it. He just did not like to talk about it. See, my great grandpa was the opposite. He would never stop talking about it. Oh, really? Always show medals or newspaper clippings. You know, World War II. Like, yeah. I mean, we didn't even know. Um, it, fortunately, unfortunately, he passed away about maybe three or four years ago, and we didn't know he still had his uh, uniform all neat and uh, in the closet with all of his medals. We didn't know he had all of that. You know, he never yeah. talked about it. He never showed it off or anything. He just. Wanted to keep it in the past. No, dude, mine was the opposite. He had, like, the best time of his life. Like, got out of World War II, went, and he was like, you know, I'll send me up for Korea. Like, send me up for Korea. Yeah, dude. Let's kill some more Nazis. Yeah, he's like, let's do it again. Let's go kill some Nazis. Nazi. The bear Jew. Yeah, and you just, yeah. Did you ever see Inglorious Bastards? I have, yes. Yeah, that's a good movie. You ever, if you ever, like, BJ Novak's in it from uh, The Office. Fucking <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> he's killing Nazis. Uh, that's, that, no, that really is a good movie. It is. Because I, 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 I rewatched it recently. George Clooney, right? Yeah. No, no. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, right? Okay, I had to think. Which, which one Brad was Pitt. the George Clooney George Clooney was in a movie called Monuments Men. Monument Men. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I, I just found this out recently, but like, I'm pretty sure it was the guy that played the Bear Jew. He's actually a director or something. Yeah, Eli Roth. Yeah, oh, Eli really? Roth. He did Hostel. Yeah. He does the Hostel series. He did a movie called The Green Inferno. Yeah, he's actually like a diagnosed psychopath. Oh wow! Yeah, no slightly kidding. he like functioning. Yeah, but he's oh. he's diagnosed as slight right. psychopath. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'll the, the more you know, learning's half the battle, kids. GI Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so it's like, oh yeah, so I just make really messed up movies to like get out my urges. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. bird you that was you know that the was bear that was Jew. basically him getting his anger out. Yeah, dude, that's, my biology professor actually told us that when he was talking about psychopaths. Wow, like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, that guy should probably be locked up. <laughs> I, I was forget yeah, who. So did he direct Inglorious Bastards? No, that was Quentin Tarantino. That's who I thought. I was saying, wasn't it Quentin Tarantino directed? No. I wasn't. Yeah, he quite directed. Sure. He was more known for that movie Hostel. It's kind of like a little. It's like Saw. Uh, yeah, it's almost like Saw. I haven't seen. It. I don't watch a lot of movies. It's like Saw, but with a plot, really. Oh wow! <laughs> so a better version. Yeah, honestly, it's like I'm not really into torture porn, but torture during, porn. Ha- Halloween. That's what it is. Halloween. I was sitting there by myself on, on my couch because I had work. So I got off at like 9 o'clock and I was like, alright, you know. I, I feel like I need to live in like the spirit of Halloween. So I was like, alright, I'll watch a fucked up movie. I remember my, my professor talked about that movie. He was like, alright, let's check it out. And yeah, I was like, it was a more bearable version of Saw. Saw, I think, is just really fucking boring. But yeah, I can also, never get also through the Saw movies. Cool. The plot was actually pretty interesting. It's fucked up. You ever watch VHS? 
VHS, yeah. I, I love those movies. The second one, I think, is a little bit more scary than the first. I like the, I like the first. I like those kind of gritty horror, mo- yeah. horror films. I like how the first one had more of like an independent feel. Yeah. Well, um, the the my favorite story from one uh, the second one was that whole alien thing with the kids. That one really freaked me out. Cause yeah. Do you remember the first horror movie that really affected you? Signs. Signs. The Ring Two, unrated. For me, it was Jeepers Creepers too. Really? No, it was just science for me because uh, back then Mantika science, horror film. Well, not a horror film. It's just because back then Mantika, Mantika had a lot rural. of cornfields. Really? Yeah, it used to be a, a lot more rural. So I'm like, it yeah. fucking freaked me out. You know, the <laughs> fucking crawling. You know, those uh, the commercials used to scare me at night when the movie first came out and get scared. Yeah, the movie actually was kind of creepy at the time. Yeah, and I would freak out because my bed was by the window. Oh, dude! And so the whole scene with the hand through the grate. I'm like, I was like, fuck, that's gonna happen. I didn't want to that sleep. That scary movie three went ahead and ripped it apart. Oh man, that made it so much funnier. <laughs> they freaking Charlie Sheen has fucking Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movie was actually pretty funny. That was great. Yeah, I was at my cousin's house and my aunt was watching The Ring Two Unrated, and I was just like standing there in the living room, and she didn't tell me to get out, so I was like, all right, let's check this out. Yeah, I'm scarred. <laughs> scarred. Scarred for life, like, man. Scarred for life. I was trying to take a bath. I just kept remembering that scene where, like, the bloody hand reached up and grabs a kid. And I was like, fuck, dude. It's <laughs> just scary. See, just, I, I never watched that movie, those movies, The Ring or, um, fuck, what was this other series? Ring or The Grudge series. Oh, that's right. i never seen those Japanese. Yeah. Was they, it Japanese? They were, those were two, those, at least The Ring and The Grudge, they were adapted from Japanese horror movies. I knew the grudge was, but I didn't know the ring was. I heard I could a lot. See it too. I, they had the, they had those sure. kind of like. I heard the Japanese long. versions are always better, stuff like that. Like if you ever go back and like you watch Power Rangers, and like a lot of them originate from Japan. Like you can tell when the costumes like different. If you actually go back and watch actual Japanese versions, it's actually a lot better, and the plot's way more coherent. The Jap, it's the horror, their horror movies. Just, they the Japanese really tap into something. Freaky. Well, it's yeah. because they're they don't have regulations like how we do. Except they have to blur out. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like it's a lot. They're I don't know what it is over there, but um, it just they have a lot more freedom to create, I guess. I don't know. I think they have a lot of kind of scary mythology. Like, they do. like you said, it's the Dreads and the Ring were adapted, I think, from old like myths of Japanese culture. Yeah. Yeah. That was like um, Krampus kind of did something like that. I heard Kr- I never, I Krampus. Seen... That's, uh, that's where does that Adam's originate from? Yeah, it's like an old German myth, I think. German yeah, or so. something but Slavic. I, and I haven't seen Krampus, but I heard I heard it was good, and that's you know that's a, that's really? a similar one. Someone I, someone pointed out that I, I was reading this article, and they said, "Isn't it interesting how our myth, you know, our mythology for the you know." To, you know, takes place in the wilderness because mm-hmm. you, know, you know the Americans are, not, are uh, uh, traditionally and historically kind of city dwelling you know people you know New York City and all that stuff. Yeah, and then a lot of our mythology involves going out into the unknown wilderness. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really imagine mythology taking place in a city. No, <laughs> you, you try that, you get Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> Was it a? Uh, <laughs> The last horror movie I saw, though, which wasn't very good, was um, 40 Meters Down, something like that. I know I know what you're talking about. I didn't watch it, though. The shark movie. Twenty. Oh, wait, 42 Meters Down? I don't know. Oh, wait. I don't. Seven, I forgot what the hell it's called. Look it up, seven, Jonah. Seven. Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> no. 40, 40, 80. 47 Meters Down. Thank you. 47 Sorry. Meters Down. And... 
very specific. I, I love I, to be honest. I love shark movies, but oh, it's a shark movie. Yeah, it's a shark movie. Oh, forty-seven meters. It's British, apparently. Really, really, I never British that. survival horror film that takes place in Mexico. <laughs> That's awesome. It was okay, but they fuck you over the whole movie. Basically, the whole fuck ending you. you think it would happen was a hallucination. Andy Moore was in. You tried to take that whole psychological thriller spin on it. Well, basically, what happens? They talked about um, nitrous poisoning, which um, if you switch tanks while you're diving, you have a, a highly likely chance to get nitrous poisoning, which you. Uh, leads to hallucination and passing out. Well, there's a scene where she did that, and things started getting a little weird, but you never really think back to that until after, like, everybody... Something happens, and you think, oh, everything's okay, and then you just hear something, and it flashes back to, like, maybe 20 minutes ago, and like, what the fuck? It was just a hallucination this whole time. Whoa. Whoa. uh, The worst horror horror movie I saw recently was this one called Bedeviled. Bedeviled? Yeah, it was about this this killer app. Uh-huh. Like, it's wow. an app that, like, that already sounds kills dumb. you. Oh, are you talking about Befriended? Uh, no. Nah, I heard... Is that the no, one no, where... No, this one's called... This unfriended? one's called Bedeviled. It's similar. Uh, yeah, I saw one. It was, like, some kind of Skype thing where, like, somebody's killing them over Skype. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dumb. Oh, no. Was yeah, it, um, yeah. I heard but, actually seen a lot of previews for it, but, uh, Unfriended, and that one doesn't, like, too bad, but it's kind of dumb. It looks dumb. Yeah. Well, um, one of my favorite scary movies I've seen was um, I always forget what it's Jason called. X. Jason X. Oh my god, it's terrible. Isn't that when he goes to space? <laughs> Jason. Jason in, in space. space. <laughs> it's hard to find a good. It's hard to find a good horror film, man. But um, this one um, talks. Uh, it's uh, the dad finds his box at like a uh, garage sale and buys it for his daughter, and little did they know that it had something to do with some. Um, uh, Hebrew curse or something like that, and she gets possessed. I, I think the it's called the possession or something like that. Yeah, and she gets possessed, and like she like there's this really scene where she feels like there's something wrong. She looks in the mirror and she looks in her mouth, and this fucking demon's like she sees a demon inside her mouth, and it's just it's really well done. That's it, freaking. That's yeah, funny. and like they even have an Orthodox uh, Jew come and like try to do a um, what's it called like not like a seance but a um. To call exorcism? it exorcism, yes. Try to do an exorcism and like shit just goes haywire and it's shit always goes haywire during an exorcism, man. I know. I never seen exorcism in a movie just go perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, all right, cool. You know, Throwing back to the scary movie. Yeah. All right, yeah. we, we cast the demon out. All right, walking off stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go throw back yeah. to the scary movie. Uh, was it two with the exorcist? Yeah. yeah. Release this demon. He's fucking taking a shit. Fucking was. <laughs> What's his name? James Wood. They made a, uh, not The Exorcist, but they did a remake of the of Poltergeist. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did you see it? I didn't see it. No, because I never really into the whole Poltergeist movies or anything like that. The original Poltergeist is really good. I heard it was really good. Didn't the, was it the Poltergeist or was it The Exorcist where um, one of the actors died after filming? Poltergeist. It's the Poltergeist curse that she got it, sick while filming. Well, right, a bunch of actors like just started dying. Yeah. After, yeah, like in freak accidents like after filming po- Poltergeist. Well, I heard Superman's a cursed role too. Oh my God, Henry Cavill's gonna die. <laughs> I would never wish ill on Henry Cavill. No, he's too attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big fan Chisel of the DC features. movies, anyways. No, no, no dude, I, don't talk shit about the Dark Knight trilogy. 
that's the obvious upset, exception. Uh, come on, right, come on. Right. I'm talking about the current <laughs> DC movies. I they love are, Batman. I haven't seen it. They're together, man. I mean, I heard they're um, kicking out. Um, Zack Snyder. No, not Schneider. Oh, I, are they? The, uh, well, he already stepped down from. No, but what's his name? Uh, the fucking dude is playing Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, you should go. Really? Back. I yeah. Heard After that. him being I've, in like. I'm not what, sure if they're yeah. two. I'm not sure if they're kicking him out or if he's kind of trying to leave. I think he's trying to leave because I don't think he wants to do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, um, look what he did whole, to Daredevil. This whole series, just yeah. this whole cinematic universe, just got off on the wrong foot. I heard that a really popular candidate is Jake Gyllenhaal. I've heard the same Batman? thing, and I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I do too. As yeah. Batman, I don't know. I don't know as <laughs> Batman either. Like, if, like his recent movies, uh, he's been pretty good. Um, what's it? Uh, that movie where he's a film reporter. Nighthawk, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. That movie was really good. I only got halfway through it, but like, because he started freaking me out in the movie just the no, way he was no, acting. Dude, the movie was okay, but Jake Gyllenhaal just fucking phenomenal. His yeah. role in the movie is really good. It's just Prisoners, he was really good in yes. as a cop. He was really good in that Prisoners movie. Prisoners was a good movie all around. Oh, yeah, Hugh Jackman. I think he's super underrated. I, I do, too. I saw him in theaters, and it was a really good movie. Yeah. DC apparently really... Hit it. I haven't seen it, but they really hit gold with Wonder Woman. I heard Fuck about yeah, that, dude. too. I didn't see it? it either. Yeah, the movie was all right. I mean, I think the main thing was that they stepped in right at the right time to make a, a female superhero, like, a lead prominent role. And they brought her back in Justice League, obviously. And, like, yeah, they really hit the market with that one. It was super popular. I mean, I thought it was kind of overrated, really. I mean, I thought the plot was all right, you know. She's a good actress and stuff like that. Because, I mean, overall, people didn't like Man of Steel very much. They didn't like Batman v Superman. They didn't like Suicide Squad. I think, oh, I heard Suicide I think Squad the was problem is terrible. Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad was, interesting. was terrible. It, it was looked so good. Not, I mean, not to be that guy, but why Will Smith as Deadshot? Why? <laughs> He's not a fitting actor as Deadshot. I'm yeah, sorry. Every know. movie Will Smith is in, he plays Will Smith. He actually I did like for some kind of Suicide Squad. He actually did a pretty good job in the movie. The movie no, that's so what I heard. I heard really? his performance was really good in that movie. Like, when I think I mean, of Will Smith, I think of Men in Black. Yeah, I know. He does some decent dramatic roles, though. I mean, well, se- um, Seven Pounds was really good. It's Pursuit of Happiness was really good yeah, with yeah. them. Yeah. I think I think he's typecasted, but uh, I think he can do a good. The thing is, when when they when directors have people like Will Smith come into a movie like that, they write roles that they know Will Smith can play. Like they edit the character so you know it's Will Smith. Is this something Will Smith would say? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I feel like they just I don't know. Yeah, he did a good job though, and from what I heard, he was pretty comic accurate with the character. Actually, Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah, but the movie overall the Joker, was there. The Joker. I oh. think their problem is a lot of it is Wait, no. too plot driven. What's his name? The actor Jared Leto. Jared Leto is the AKA Joker. Thirty Seconds to Mars. I'm an idea. Heath, Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson are like some of my favorite. Heath Ledger was fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's just like I think it's hard to come back from that. I mean, he, yeah. he, he tried doing a different take on the Joker, obviously, because there's different styles of the Joker. Yeah. But, yeah, it didn't work out so well. I think it also could have been the movie, though, itself, because his role was kind of pointless in the movie. Yeah, he even, yeah, Jared Lotto even said there's, like, a whole film's worth of scenes that you could take that, about the Joker. You know? See, I yeah. hate when movies do that. Like, why don't they just, like, do an extending cut of the movie or something, or something like that, and add him, like... I think it's just really wasteful, and, like, it leaves out probably so much. Like, in the Fantastic Four movie, they dropped the whole, um, thing, uh... Uh, drop scene. Uh, fantastic fan four stick. That's what everybody calls it. Calls it's a it stupid what? Poster. Oh. Had like the four, like right in the middle, so it looked like fan four stick. 
<laughs> Stupid. That movie missed the mark entirely. Oh, yeah, that's that, that's the only movie that Marvel can get right. Well, it, that wasn't even Marvel, was it? It's not. It's Fox. It was Fox. But Fox does an okay job. They do with they the X-Men. Job with the X-Men and Deadpool. What? But what the fuck they can't get right about Fantasy <laughs> 4? I'm just saying, it's not that fucking hard. It's not that much different from X-Men either. Really. Exactly. And, like, I think the main reason why Disney is trying to buy out uh, Fox is so they can do the Infinity Wars right. Because you can't have Infinity Wars without X-Men, the Guardians, you well, know? They have X-Men partially, but they have some kind of weird deals with Fox, like... I don't know if you noticed, but they've got those two kind of storyline spinoffs. Oh, yeah, with them, uh, yeah. with uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, yeah. Quicksilver. And each of them has their own right, so one of the two, yeah. But, you know, I, I imagine that Disney Play is like, you know, give him give, give us him, too. Well, I, what I kind of see what happened is the merged universes. It's, well, the whole X-Men timeline's already convoluted as it is because there's two different storylines. That's why they made Days of Future Past to come back and fix their wrongs. Yeah. The movie was actually pretty good, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I enjoy the X-Men movies, but, like, the third one, they killed off... Well, they killed off uh, Jean Grey. They killed off Cyclops. Uh, Professor Xavier. They killed off, like, their top-tier characters. Logan, right? And the, Oh, I haven't seen Logan yet. No? Logan no. was really good. No spoilers. Or Apocalypse. Logan was kind of DC-esque, almost, for me. Like like I said, DC kind of goes into those darker themes a lot of times, which is why I like DC, mm-hmm. when they when they do it right. And Logan kind of reminded me of that it did not it did not strike me as, like, a typical X-Men movie. At all, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I liked it though. I like the. I mean, it's, yeah. to be honest, they haven't been doing Wolverine right to begin with. I mean, Hugh Jackman's a great actor. I'm just saying, but I, I heard that's not even what he, his character looks like. Well, not Friendly. what he looks like, but how he acts. Oh, really? He's way more violent. Because I hear also that uh, someone someone made the comment that Danny DeVito <laughs> would is more accurate looking to what. Well, Wolverine yeah, in the comics. Wolverine, Wolverine's is like super short. He's very short, like hairy. <laughs> was it um? <laughs> Shit, what was gonna say. They're making like a Pikachu, uh, Pikachu movie. Though. Yeah. I heard uh, they're, they're gonna have Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds play. They, they want Ryan Reynolds to play, him and they hired Why? him on. But there was a big. Th- that's what I'm asking because there was this big giant online fan petition to get Danny. Like, legitimately, they wanted Danny DeVito to play uh, Pikachu because Pikachu's playing this uh, detective. That'd be hilarious. And I thought that actually that would be freaking awesome. I love that. <laughs> so Pikachu yeah, to open, you know, open. What is it? Here what really disappoints me about the DC mouth. universe is since they had Cyborg in the uh, Justice League movie, that means there's probably never going to be a Justice, uh, not Justice League, a Teen Titans movie. Yeah, I'm not sure. Teen I mean, I love Teen Titans. The Teen Titans Go show sucked ass. The original Teen Titans show was awesome. Oh yeah, Teen Titans and the Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is fucking <laughs> cancer. <laughs> Can't say I've watched it. Yeah, I don't. Have <laughs> you ever watched Teen Titans? The old one, yeah. Yeah. They even brought in like a lot of the unknown comics, like the Doom Patrol. They're really cool. I like them. That's where Beast Boy actually came from. Really? Well, you know, there's different, different origin stories. Like one of them is uh, he got his DNA mixed with Miss um, Marvel. Not Miss Marvel, I'm sorry, Miss Martian. Fascinating. Because uh, sh- what happened was, so if you know about anything about Martian Manhunter, there's two different Martians. There's the green and the white Martians, and he's a green Martian. God damn it, Jonah, knocking shit over. <laughs> really? This is why we can't have nice things. I'm sorry, I just wanted some water. Well, no, you can't have water now. Really? No. I have an extra one. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. Really? Yeah. Anyways, um, 
Miss Ma- uh, they can like change their appearance and their whole biological chemistry. Well, the kid who needed a uh, needed a uh, blood transfusion, she needed uh, he needed blood transfusion because something happened when they're on a mission in Miss Marvel's. That she's a white Martian, which is apparently a completely different tier and more powerful uh, with her psychic powers. Well, anyways, they can change the chem- body chemistry and they gave him blood transfusion. Well, the after effects of the blood transfusion, which he turned his body green. And he was able to transform into um, animals after the transfusion. Yes, science. Science, bitches. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, Mr. That, White. Mr. White. <laughs> yes, science. But that's one of the origin stories. Like I said, there's been so many different origin stories for different superheroes. True, very true. You know, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. Friday. Yeah. The Last Jedi. Is it The Last or is it The Last Jedi? It's People are speculating that uh, Luke Skywalker is a great Jedi. Yeah, that's how you know. I, I, I mean, I can. Cool. It would be cool, but how can he be a great Jedi if he did all he, what he did against the Republic? Well, um, Qui Gon. Some people say Qui Gon Jinn. I think it's yeah. I think it's canon too that Qui Gon Jinn was a great Jedi too. Really? Yeah. But then he worked with. Uh, He's a, what is it? You darn uh, weird hippie bastard. <laughs> he didn't want to be fucking Don. <laughs> no, but um. Now, why would he work with uh, the whole council then? That's well. That's why he wasn't led on to the Jedi Council, if you remember. Oh, was, he wasn't. Yeah, in Episode One, they talk about you know Obi Wan's like, Master, you could be on the council, but if you would just you know follow the rules, and Qui Gon's like, No, nah, I'm not going to follow the rules. Fuck about the rules. Exactly. Because I ain't worried about nothing. But that was the thing. That's what you know. He very well could have been a member of the Jedi Council. He didn't feel like it. But he's too much of a rebel. Lone wolf, yeah, dude. Hey man, you gotta do you. Yeah, I, I think the new movie should be pretty good. I mean, they gave the director his own trilogy already. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, they gave him another trilogy to direct after this. Nice. And the movie hasn't <laughs> even come out yet. They haven't even so gotten nice. audience so we're feedback. Get 10, 11, 12? No, no, it's gonna be completely different from that. <clears throat> kind of oh, like gonna, how Rogue One is. It's it's gonna be outside the Luke, uh, wow, the Luke Skywalker. It's an entirely new. Falling. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, you know, it's Com- an entire like, galaxy. It's an entire galaxy. It's just know, not gonna be focused on the story of Darth Vader. Yeah, I, mean, I uh, love Rogue One. Rogue One was Rogue freaking one was great. badass, but I wasn't a big fan of Episode 7. Yeah. No? It was oh. okay. I didn't like how they left Finn hanging at the end. This is a, it was a rehash of Episode 4. I mean, typical typical critique. No, but also, yeah. I, I didn't really like the Disney humor they tried to put in it. Like, I don't know. I don't like that super lighthearted tone. Uh, like, the uh, comedy in the old Star Wars are like, you know, there's the kind of cheesy lines that yeah. like Han Solo has and stuff like that. Got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in, in the new movie, it's just like... I don't know, it struck me as a lot of the new, like... You're scruffy nerf herder! <laughs> you scruffy-looking nerf herder! <laughs> That's our word! We only can use that! But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like the electric one a lot. So I'm psyched to see this one, because I think that Disney would probably take the critique from the last one. Because it's Ryan Johnson who's directing uh, Last Jedi, and J.J. Abrams was the Star Trek guy who directed... Uh, what was it? Uh, what's the movie called? Uh, the um, Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. was it J.J. Abrams? Yeah, J.J. Yeah. Abrams directed Force Awakens. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, like I said, I mean, the movie hasn't even come out yet. They haven't gotten any audience reaction. They already were willing to give the dude an entire renewed trilogy, which is like, what most people is, you know, describing as the most creative control they've given any one person over the Star Wars IP. Damn. Since George Lucas, really. <laughs> yeah, so I'm psyched to see it. I, th- yeah. I think they're going to make fucking uh, Kylo Ren a real badass in this one. Yeah, a lot of people were complaining about Kylo Ren, but he, he didn't he finish bitch, his training. Dude. He was a bitch. <laughs> 
I, I can see that, but like he didn't finish his training. But. See, he he had the kind of same like he threw the same tantrums that Darth Vader would throw, but he just looked like a real bitch doing it. Whereas Darth Vader's like you know because Adam Driver, yeah, the character looks scrawny. You know? I don't know. He started off so fucking badass. Like when, yeah. he, when they go on that planet and he stops like you know, the bolts and stuff like that. And then he takes off his mask. Yeah. And you see this like Super soft cool. face, long hair, and he's like, and that's Holden Solo's kid. Yeah. yeah, he started off super badass, and all of a sudden he starts throwing tantrums, and he's like fucking slashes lightsaber all over the computer, like ah. Uh, oh, also Captain Phasma, super fucking stupid. <laughs> Captain Phasma, badass she was, silver yeah. trooper woman that's gonna come, you know, take the stage, and all of a sudden they get on the ship for one minute, and then she's already like, all right, here's a command, and here's a command control. And I'm like what the fuck, Captain Phasma? Even super easy. I've heard though that they had, they had the person. Um, they have them turn into novels after the movies or oh, okay. off the screen right, or screenplay or whatever. And they had the same person do it that did the original trilogy. Hmm. And I've heard the book actually explained a lot more than the movie. Like, it had a lot more character development. It explained some of the plot holes that were left in the movie because okay. I think they just cut some of it out in the hmm. movie. I, I've, I've considered reading it. But, I kind of think Finn will end up turning into a Jedi. Finn was badass. I like I liked Finn. Too. I liked how he handled himself and he was using the lights. I'm like, oh, shit. What really disappointed me in Rogue One is that uh, the blind uh, Jedi who couldn't use the Force. Yeah. That was really sad. Yeah. Um, so people just don't have it, man. Yeah. See, I really like Finn because I, I think the idea of, like, the humanization of the Stormtroopers is super fucking cool, you know? It's like, not they're not all robots. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a person under each one. And It's like those pictures where it shows a Stormtrooper at a bar and he's like, I had friends on that. Desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super sad. It's <laughs> sad. It's like they're nine eleven. Yeah, for real. Oh. You seen Robot Chicken? They make fun of that. Really? It's, it's it's been a year since the Death Star blown up. Too early, man. Too early. Too, too early, man. I don't know if you guys ever saw the undercover boss they did with. Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Kylo yeah, yeah. Ren. That, that, that was funny. fucking. I'm not. <laughs> I heard he's got like big, right? He's just like big muscles. Yeah. He's ripped. <laughs> Pretty super buff. <laughs> I, li- I like that he could like you know he could kind of poke fun at his own character. <laughs> Adam, he used to be a he was a for- he's a former marine. Yeah, Adam Driver. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. That. yeah. It's it's a Adam Marine turned actor. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that's Ronald. interesting. Oh, he's gonna path. be a president. Yeah, Adam Driver's gonna be our next president. Oh God. Hey, dude. I mean, can go much down, much more downhill. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you already have Donald Trump. <laughs> And now we turn political. <laughs> we were doing so well. I know. <laughs> we got pretty political early on on the last podcast. I mean, I mean, we're talking about flat earthers and Kwanzaa at the beginning. Kwanzaa, the most political topic. Of all. I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. Good thing you guys weren't talking about Kwanzaa this time because I don't know anything about Kwanzaa. It's okay. Neither do we. Yeah, that's why we had a segment. <laughs> what the fuck is Kwanzaa? What is Prime Meridian? <laughs> 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 and what's the deal with packing peanuts? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Fucking Jerry Seinfeld, dude. This, uh, they're, making, <laughs> they're doing a. They have like a bunch of Star Wars movies planned out too. Han yeah, Solo dude. movies coming out. Han Solo movie. Uh, I want to see Obi Wan Kenobi spinoff, which I really fucking hope yeah, Ewan McGregor is in. Yeah, oh, that'd be cool. God, I love Ewan McGregor, and he's like the perfect age. He's like six years away from what? Um, uh, Al Guinness. Yeah, Al Guinness was. He's not that old, is dude, he? Dude, he just ages really fucking well. You just gotta start. You just gotta I want to see a standalone Yoda movie. His you just gotta years. smoke a lot. That's all you gotta do. McGregor yeah, a standalone Yoda movie. Huh? No, yeah. You know McGregor, he just has to smoke a lot to look like Alex in a few years. Oh my god. 
Yeah, dude. He's 46. I love him. He does age super well. Ah. I'd go gay for Ian McGregor. God damn I'm it. Did. And now we know Jonah <laughs> can swing the other way. I watched Train Spotting religiously. ACDC. So. Dude, I've never seen that movie. I heard it's really Fucking good. Amazing. Oh, the first one? Fucking amazing. They made it because they made a sequel. Even Did T2 they? is good. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen T2. A lot of sequels like that, you know, the decades apart, like, they they don't do them justice a lot of times, but they it kind of it it captivated well. the uh, the tone of the first movie. But it was interesting because, like, it didn't have the same tone as the first one, but it did ride by it, really. Like, like some I heard some people uh, describe the first movie as a comedy with some drama in it. Okay. Whereas the second one is like a drama with some comedy in it. Don't but, get me wrong, but isn't um, Train Spotting about basically them being all strung out on heroin? Yeah, pretty much. A bunch of friends just strung out, and the main character basically trying to quit and just get on with his life. Okay. But T two is super cool because like, you know, um, it's pretty much been it's been twenty years since the first one was made, and all the, and all the actors in it are you know significantly older, and that was pretty much their like their one of their most important roles or most significant roles of their careers. And it's like it's pretty cool to see them all just come back together, and they're like the, the second movie is a lot of nostalgia because the the plot they're based on books. Yeah, the, the plot of the second book uh, is also very nostalgic because it takes place in like you know after time has passed. So it was pretty interesting because you could tell that some of the nostalgia wasn't only for part of the plot, but it was actually you know like the, the characters could relate. Hmm. It was really yeah. really cool. What I like to saw or what I saw. Is like in the second movie they pulled some of the unseen footage from the first movie. Oh of wow! Like them just like on set, like having fun and stuff like that. They just That's cool. yeah, it was it was super fun, cool. I like the second movie a lot. It's not, it's not as good as the first one, but it's good. Yeah, because they were like in their twenties. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. The first one came out, another in their like late yeah, forties, nineteen ninety six, dude. Yep. I was one year old. Yeah, it's it's crazy to see how much like Hugh McGregor pretty then. much looks like not even that much different. I mean, obviously it looks older, but him versus like. Uh, the character that plays Sick Boy. I don't know if you guys you haven't seen it, but no. have you seen Jonah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. yeah, he looks way, way different, as if like four years have passed. You know who <laughs> I heard it was going to be a candidate if they do bring back uh, Wolverine as the new Wolverine? Mm-hmm. Um, Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. Yes. Huh. I heard. I think he would. I mean, he looks exactly like his father. I haven't seen enough of his acting. I haven't either, but that's I what I heard. Yeah, I haven't seen any. I mean, I what if they so just man. start making more Dirty Harry movies with his son? You know how awesome that'd be? Well, make my Maybe day. awesome, punk. I don't know. Maybe. Do you feel lucky, punk? Yeah. Well, remakes that. can go really well. Or, or really bad. Re- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good remake. What was a good remake? Hmm. I don't know, dude. See, the fact that we're having a hard time thinking about it is probably <laughs> a good testament. That's true, yeah. I don't know why I can't think of a good remake. I mean, there's been so many Batman incar- uh, incarnations. Well, who, all right, who do you think... Reboot. Who, there's a difference between reboots and remakes. Yeah. Who yeah. do you think is your favorite Batman? Favorite Batman. See, uh, let's list them off. Do we count George Clooney, though? I mean, he was Batman. He was Batman. But, but that doesn't mean... Uh, no, he wasn't a good one. Let's see, we got Val Kilmer. George Clooney, you have... Adam, uh, Adam, Adam West. Adam West, the original. Uh, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Michael I Keaton. liked Mount Keaton, the Keaton a lot. And, I heard uh, he was a good Batman, but Christian Bale was a better... Christian Bruce Bale. Man. Yeah. Christian Bale is a good... I think the one thing I do like about... Um, damn it, I always forget his name. Who plays the most recent Batman. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Why do I always forget his name? Because he's I think he plays a good Bruce Wayne, but not a good Batman. Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of friends who really like him. They're super in the comics, but 
I was kind of indifferent to his character. See, I like Christian Bale. Yeah, I like Christian Bale too. I, I liked him too. I, have, I just didn't like his voice he chose to do for Batman. Yeah. Where are the other jokes going? Where's Rachel? Where's <laughs> it? Where are we then? <laughs> <laughs> so so uncoherent. Yeah. And he what is it? It was a costume where he had to like turn his whole body. You see, the, do you do you yeah. watch College Humor? The videos uh, he where he's trying to figure out the voice. Yeah, <laughs> no. And no, they're, I love the guy they have to play Batman in their things because what he does with his lips, he just curls them and like, where are all their drugs going? He's like showing his teeth. His lips are just puckered and, and curled. And the, it's the, hilarious. The guy there is like, is that the voice you're using? Why? 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 Try, give me, give me another one. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> Fuck face, Malkovich? Yeah, <laughs> scary. <laughs> 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 then uh, Tony stop gross struggles. He's just so speaking Spanish. This is funny. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I have a friend right now. Uh, he does. Uh, he's really into film and stuff like that. And he's mm-hmm. really into kind of film theory and stuff. And he's uh, he's submitting a Batman miniseries Ooh. to a uh, to a film festival in L.A. And so really? it's pretty cool. It's like and it's kind of like it's supposed to resemble the old Adam West Batman. So mm-hmm. it has a similar tone. But oh, it's nice. also supposed to be kind of like a non-serious take on it. Okay. So it's like, it's semi- A little more comedic. comical? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's really, really cool. I mean, it should be coming out pretty soon. Speaking of origin stories, a Joker has so many different origin stories. Yeah, dude, he, aren't, he doesn't even really have, like, an origin story. Well, if you think... Well, the one I really remember from the comics is he started off as the Red Hood. If you know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. No? Oh, wait. The Red Hood, well, before, if everybody knows the Red Hood as Jason Todd, the second Robin. That's right. So, oh, there's a theory that, uh... So, the Red Hood, before all that happened, was he was just a penny crook. Yeah, it's yeah. a thief stealing. And what happened was, that's the guy who was, um... Before, so, Joker was the Red Hood before he was Joker. And what happened when you turned him into Joker was... Batman was chasing him into this chemical plant, and the accident happens that he falls in a big bath of chemicals, and he turns into the Joker. That's one of the one. That's one of the main uh, fan theories, not fan theories, but one of the origins. There's a universe that I thought was really interesting, where Batman's parents, like Bruce Wayne dies, and the mom becomes the Joker, Joker and the dad dad becomes becomes Batman. Batman. If you look at the new comics right now, they actually have Batman, their roles are flipped. Joker is the good guy and Batman is the bad guy. He's a psychopath. That's cool when you get into like these alternate universes. Like there's a Superman and Batman and Joker is actually an attorney. There's a Superman who's uh, he's communist. Really? Yeah, no, like, that's Captain. Like, oh wait, there's a Captain America. It's called like, Red. What is it? Red something and uh, the Red Fist. It, it, you know how Superman's born in Kansas. He's the or you know he's raised in Kansas. He's the all American boy. Captain this time he's raised in the Soviet Union. The Soviet really? Union, yeah. USSR, Crimson. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna talk? Are we gonna talk about the Captain America that like went? Oh, uh, Hydra. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's been multiple occasions where they brainwashing me. Um, oh, so it's another. If you if you pay attention to the comics, it's the whole thing with uh, Doctor Strange, where he kind of flips everyone's personalities. Doctor Strange is awesome. That uh, was a great movie. Oh, what happened? Tony Stark. Um, Tony Stark, he becomes... Um, some. He starts working for the Illuminati, and he creates an app which controls everybody. So that, and then Captain America, I think, either swapped to Hydra, <laughs> or he becomes a Nazi. And then what else? Really? Yeah. yeah um, everybody flip-flops. Uh, 
fucking crazy. I think the only one he does not get affected by is Deadpool because he has split personalities. Oh, yeah. And his mind's already in tathers. He's already crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not much more you can do to that guy. Red Sun was the... Was the What's his name? Red Sun was the Superman. If What if Superman had been raised in the Soviet Union? Really? Red Sun. Red yeah. Sun. Oh, Red Sounds like he's, he's supposed to be Japanese. House of the Rising Sun. Yeah, they made Captain America like work for Hydra in one of the recent universes. But it's like, Hydra. after the first episode, they got a bunch of backlash. You know, I mean, completely. yeah, how can you... That's what he's fought against his whole yeah, exactly. superhero career. Is so Hydra. he basically just like tried to like... You know, go back and fix it. Basically, yeah. like, oh no, he's brainwashed. It's kind of same. Brainwashed thing. or a different universe. You know, another thing that's very convoluted about the whole comics is there's different multiverses and different versions of heroes. Like Spider Man, there's four different versions of Spider Man. There's Miles Morales. Uh, let's see, Miles. There's Peter. Peter Parker. And then there's my Drake. favorite one is the Scarlet Spider. Drake Bell was a Spider Man. No, he wasn't. Yeah, Drake Bell played Spider Man in one of the recent uh, uh, animation. Oh, okay, oh. voice, yeah. No, 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 wait, no, no, no. I, I got that completely wrong. He played a, a version of Batman. Okay. I'm sorry. Even so, that's still shocking. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't change much. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. It was either Batman or... Well, Jonah, if I'm going to slice you, I need you to be accurate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, Jonah, look up your facts. Look that shit up, Jonah. I'm going to tell somebody that Drake Bell played Batman recently, <laughs> and I'm going to look Bell. like an idiot, right? <laughs> I'm going to look like an idiot. Spider-Man? It's like, oh, Jonah used to tell people I used to cut the string out the nut. <laughs> Made me look like an idiot. He was in this movie called... Uh, uh, superhero movie. Oh, superhero. I, saw, oh okay. I saw that one. That's out. what you're talking about? No, yeah, no, he oh, played he a dragonfly. He was Nightwing. Nightwing. No, he was no, a no. dragonfly. No, 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 no. He was in that movie where he played the dragonfly, whatever you, yeah. you want to call it. I, Super I, remember, I Super saw it when movie. it came out, right? Superhero movie. But he was also Night Nightwing. He's also Nightwing in in, uh, in the television series, the cartoon. Huh. The cartoon? Oh, as a voice actor, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. okay. But, I mean, Nightwing, right. I mean, <laughs> Dick Grayson, besides Jason Todd, is my favorite Robin. And then I hate Damon Wayne. Tim Drake's okay. I see. I mean, do you not know more about... <laughs> I, really I mean, you're obviously a Batman fr- fr- uh, fan, right? Do you um, know a lot about the Batman universe? No, not really. No? Damn it. Honestly, the only thing I know about comics is what my comic nerd friends just, like, talk to me about. <laughs> I don't pertainly read the comics. I just look up. I just, uh, like, look up, uh, like, read about... Um, like you read cor- about the comics. <laughs> yeah, I read about. I just read about their characters and like who's been in the universe and what that like. That's why I like um, like Jason Todd is uh, after. So what happens? He dies and he gets brought back to life by Rachel Gould and Talia Gould, which really makes me upset that in the Dark Knight series that uh, Liam Neeson played such a small part in the first one as Rachel Gould. Oh, Gould. that's right, huh? Yeah. Which they can't really go further because Rachel Gould plays a huge part, a huge part in the Batman universe. And I think yeah. they just very his part was very downplayed. Well, I mean, you know that that uh, particular trilogy is over, so they could always go back. True. I mean, they did leave it open as who's uh, Jason Gordon? Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt was supposed to take on the mantle of Nightwing. Yeah, that was, they that was that's what was implied at the end of. The I mean, they won't continue that trilogy though. I would love Christopher them. Nolan. Are they still. really? No, I said oh. they won't. Yeah, I would love for them to. They couldn't unless it was Christopher Nolan to step back up to the plate. But also, Christian Bale said, "You know, I'm done." Yeah. Which I think, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. A lot no. of these movies, like, you don't they're want good, it to. 
But people let it continue for too long. And it rots. Yeah. And it's just like, it just deteriorates. You know, quality deteriorates. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I also heard a rumor that they want to have... just see yourself become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a rumor that they want to have Glenn play Nightwing. Glenn from The Walking Dead? Yes. I really? think that would be very interesting. Huh. Who well, knows if he has the chops to play it, but... He's I mean, got all inter- the time in the world. I mean, yeah. yeah, I heard... I mean, I don't watch The Walking Dead anymore, but my friend, she's really into it. Oh. I heard they killed off uh, Rick. Uh, dude, Finally. You, Rick? You're going to have to put a spoiler in there, dude. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. Hold on, wait. Spoiler alert. And we're going to go ahead and switch the audio. Yeah. Cut and you'll, paste. You'll, cut and paste. <laughs> Studio magic. Studio magic. Anyway. No, I, okay, so... If we're, are we getting into this then? I mean, I'm. I don't care anymore. I don't. I stopped watching at season four. No, me too. Yep. I think that's about the time I stopped watching too. Really? Right after yeah. the prison. Yep. yep. I stopped watching right after they introduced Negan. Oh, nope. see. So I was on for a while. I saw that you were Deacon for like Halloween or something like that. So I yeah, you actually yeah. you I did dress up as a pretty good Negan. Negan. I think Negan was awesome. I love Negan. See, I never got. See, I got to the right after they killed off the governor and Herschel uh, got his head chopped off. But it wasn't Rick. It was Carl. Oh, Carl, really? I don't know. Because, yeah. So that's what happened? It wasn't he Rick? Gets, Carl gets bitten. Like, oh, I heard Rick got bitten on his stomach, right? Ooh, Rick. That's what I heard. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I heard he got bit in the abdomen, and, you well, know, you can't uh, amputate that. So this is all hearsay, but from people who've seen the show, it was Carl. From people, I've heard, like, my brother and my mm-hmm. mom and, and Charles and Rodrigo, it my was friends, Carl. Yeah, my friend, she said it was uh, Rick got bit, too, trying to save somebody. Interesting. Like I said, I mean, I haven't. I seen mean, this is like last Sunday or whatever. I don't know when it but was. But killing watch off it. someone like like Carl, that's got that's balls. I mean, it's I don't like Carl ass. anyways. It was bitchy. I mean, I can't really have an accurate opinion. Yeah, maybe, maybe I mean, he true. redeemed himself like six seasons ago. Or did he lose? <laughs> did he lose an eye at some point in the show? Yeah, he loses an eye. He has an eye patch now. Maybe he's cool. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's cool as a pirate. It's yeah, hard no, to be pirate like Carl. Carl. It's hard to be uncool with a with an eye patch. Last I mean, you can just look really dumb and creepy. Yeah. Right. Sitting on a park, park bench. Um, was it? Um, yeah. But what I've heard is he got bit on the abdomen, and the only you can't ab- amputate that unless as soon as you get bit, you just cut amateur. a chunk, cut out a chunk of your <laughs> fucking stomach. It's the only thing you can do. You don't need your stomach for much. I know, right? Especially when you're starving. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I mean, I feel like they just. The Walking Dead, the plot just turned. It's not about them versus the zombies anymore. It's about them versus other people. I think that's kind of the point of the show. But I think, it? I, I think it got stale. I mean, you even see on their posters, you know, like "Fight the Dead for the Living." I think a lot of it is supposed to be more focused on how people kind of you know descend into madness when yeah, how does, there's how, no structure. What happens? Yeah, when there's complete and total anarchy. Which I think is, no it was a cool idea. It just the, no it got stale with it. You know, it got repetitive. I mean, I think any show like that who goes on for so long <laughs> is going to get stale. It's very rare that a show with yeah. so many seasons still stays fresh. I feel like they pretty much, like, they continue doing the same thing and then to spice it up, they kill off the main character. And all of a sudden, like, it, you know, the show gets a little bit more popular again mm-hmm. for a little while and then it just keeps working. Well, I heard, heard in the comics that uh, Daryl and, and Merle weren't actually in the comics. They were... Um, TV made characters. Yeah, but Daryl's yeah. way too popular, dude. Yeah, like, you too can't now. do anything about you it. You can't yeah. do anything with Daryl. Even though I that, loved Merle, I would gain a lot more respect for the showrunners if they did something with to Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was it? They um, oh, they killed. If you Glenn. watch, if you watch, if you look at the uh, the statistics on you know when people tune in to The Walking Dead, it peaks at the first episode of the season and at the last episode of the it's season. It's very and few. then there's a dip. 
the EU. Yeah, I, yeah like the, that's unsurprising, really. I mean, uh, but would, I think the same could be probably said for for many shows. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even like even a show that's as good as Game of Thrones, you know, maybe there's not as yeah. big of a dip. See, I'm one of the few people who have never watched Game of Thrones. See, they have a they have a very or, or um, very strict kind of uh, structure with their seasons. Like, pretty much the, like the ninth episode is just crazy, and then the tenth episode is like a resolution. The first episode's continuing what happened in the last tenth episode. So then, you know, everything in between just business. Very true. But you know that when the ninth when the ninth episode comes, shit's gonna get fucking crazy. Shit's gonna hit the fan. That's like there's the, there's no the ninth Masters. episodes that they're just like what that was it. Yeah, they, no, they like, have they have a formula. Of the Bastards, right? Yeah, exactly. That was a good one. Ninth is always great. Speaking of HBO shows, you guys ever watched Westworld? Yes. Westworld. I've only watched about two to three episodes. You I fucked know. up. I, I need to finish it. <laughs> I don't. I don't have HBO. I was Fantastic. watching Anna Princess. It is great. From I what really the first couple, it, it is really good. It starts off like good, and then you know, like, her, it just gets fucking. It gets crazy. better and better, really, which is what I admired in the show. You know, That's because cool. like sometimes it kind of plateaus, but towards the end of the season, I was like, I was hooked. And that last episode, like the writing in it, is phenomenal. And yeah, also, the dialogue in it was beautiful. I, I love heard, dialogue. Dialogue's I heard like, Mr. Robot. It was another really good TV show. Mr. Robot is also really good. I have not watched those. Uh, I, watched, I got through the first season and see, I'm, I'm, I'm I love fucking computers and shit, obviously. So <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. my thing. Yeah, and it's actually pretty cool because Dude. you know it's the whole hacktivist idea. But the thing is, it's not just like the stereotypical hacking you see on TV. Where all of a sudden you know they start smashing on the keyboard. And there's green letters flying up the screen. <laughs> It's the it's the matrix. They're hacking into the mainframe. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. the numbers. What do they mean? Like there is one stereotypical scene. I think it was a show called like CSI Cyber or something. Like that. Oh, some along yeah, those lines. Yeah, yeah. Where it's those people frame. and they're they're so like viciously trying to stop a hacker that another person gets on the keyboard and they're and both so they're typing just, at the same yeah, time. There's two people on one keyboard. I think there's you know <laughs> dumb. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty accurate representation of what Dude, that, Hollywood kind of portrays first, hacking as. The first episode of Mr. Robot just draws you completely. Dude, it's it's amazing. The whole show is still good. And then the thing is it's like you guys have to watch the show, but it takes completely different turns you wouldn't expect it to go into. It becomes almost psychological, really. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I'm going to check it out. Yeah, yeah I, it's I crazy. I, I, is, I, I, what is it on USA or USA, yeah. It's a really good show. What show, a show I used to be really into in USA was a uh, Burn Notice when it first came out. Yeah. Speaking of Mr. Robot, though, Remy Malek, the guy that plays you know, the main character, mm-hmm. he's actually playing uh, He's playing uh, Freddie Mercury yeah. in an upcoming Queen biopic. I heard about that. Yeah. Which you know is what, really interesting. And what really, I didn't know about Freddie Mercury uh, towards the end of his life? He was gay. No, you idiot. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, he lost a leg towards the end of his life. What? Uh, really? Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I was uh, watching a documentary about little um, unknown facts about Freddie Mercury and towards the end of his life. Uh, he had to get uh, his leg amputated. I don't know. Wow. I don't know why. But that was completely unaware. Yeah, that's crazy. And I guess. Um, I mean, that's at that point in his life. I don't think they were playing shows anymore. And he yeah, was I'm just, doubtful. Yeah, just play, you know, just living with his uh, with his partner, and you know, and just try to yeah. ride it out. What a guy. Yeah, that's well. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, even in in his, well, because they had they put out one album like in. Than, like in early, real early 90s I think mm-hmm. and I think uh, Freddie Mercury had died before the album was released but even to the end of his days he was you know putting out he was he was uh, belting out you know his vocals just putting all you know and so those songs on that very last album I think it's called Made in Heaven and that's him you know just saying, last this is my last performance dude let's do it you know yeah I don't know if you've ever listened to the band Architects either of you mm-hmm 
Yeah, name. Well, they're a metalcore band from the UK, and okay. their last album, um, they're they're actually about to go on tour here, and then they canceled the tour, saying you know we had a family emergency, and mm-hmm. we weren't able to go on tour, you know, and then they eventually, out of nowhere, they just announced that their guitarist had passed away, and it turns oh. out he had cancer, and wow. uh, yeah, the entire time he just continued playing shows without telling anybody, you know, and the reason they had canceled the tour is it turns out that you know he got diagnosed, but he didn't want to say anything because he didn't want to. He didn't want to turn the attention from the music, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he just continued touring and stuff, continued making the album, and then he finally passed away. And you, uh, <laughs> if you listen to the album, it's super, super good. A lot of the lyrics were written by him, and mm-hmm. it's, like, it's super introspective. You know, it's like, I, it's really eerie almost to listen to it because you know that those are kind of like a man's dying thoughts. Yeah. And it's I really, mean, really interesting. Thing, it's basically him thinking about back on his life and, like, very very powerful That's album. You guys will have to stuff. check it out. That's I mean, same thing with stuff. David Bowie. No one knew he had oh, cancer. Yeah, Black, was it Black Star? Right? Black Star, I believe, it was his last album. But no one knew he had. Was it leukemia or was it a? Uh, what did he have? Look that up, Jonah. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Uh, but no one knew he had a, a terminal illness until he passed. Yeah. I mean, he did not want to draw attention to himself in that way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, they want the attention to be on the music rather than the person making it. Yeah. And which is very powerful stuff. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, actually, the um, the drummer, I believe, in the band is also the guitarist's brother. Wow. So, yeah, they say that it's pretty difficult because they go out to shows, you know, and people, like, start chanting R.I.P. or, like, you know, rest in peace. I mean, uh, there's been a few yeah. bands who've had there's some of their core members passed away. Who was it? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, recently, Malcolm. Malcolm Young of uh, ACDC. Yeah. Uh, Angus and Malcolm, they're brothers. You know how hard that must be on Angus? His brother passed away. Yeah, I mean, Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington. That's a lot of... Uh, Tom Petty. Chris Cornell, Tom Petty. Yeah. That was... Chris and... Uh, Chris and... Uh, Chester. Chester was really... Out of nowhere, you know. They both they both committed suicide, or was it... Uh, yeah. Or was Chris OD'd? I don't no, they, remember. They, they committed suicides. Similar, too. Yeah. I mean, they were best they were friends. Really close, yeah. yeah. They were good friends, yeah. Isn't it, and then isn't Lincoln Park tri- are going to continue without Chester? Um, I'm, I'm there's not a sure. there's the, some the band's rumors talking about it. They're, they're, they've been kind of bouncing around that subject of you know to continue or not. To I know that last show that they played. I've seen videos of them playing their last show yeah. without Chester, and they said it's very emotional. And the only yeah. reason why we're here is because of you guys, the fans. Yeah, well, that was a memorial show. Also, you know, they had people yeah. filling in for <laughs> Chester doing all those songs. I mean, I luckily enough had the chance to see. Lincoln Park and Chris Cornell. I saw them together at a show, and it was wow. beautiful. And the best thing about seeing just a Chris Cornell show is he plays Temple of a Dog, Sound Guardian, and Audio Slave songs. And when they were playing Temple of a Dog, Hunger Strike, Chester came out and sang Eddie Vedder's part on it. That's really cool. And then uh, when Lincoln Park was ending the show, they ended it with uh, Shout of the Day. Chris comes out, and they did a, uh, a, um, a duet on it, and it was just beautiful. Wow. Yeah. This was probably in 2008. When I saw him, uh, Shoreline, it was really great. Let's see, what else do you want to talk? Oh, we're still on the topic of recent math. Uh, I don't, I don't know how long you want to go on. We've been on for an hour and ten. How really? Yeah. Wow! Wow! What? Yeah. Well, you want to touch on cryptocurrency? You talked about. Oh yes, we haven't even touched <coughs> cryptocurrency. Let's get into it. Cryptocurrency, aka Bitcoin. Bitcoin and a bunch of other Bitcoin, Bitcoin, and Dogecoin, and Dogecoin. <laughs> no, yeah, they have. A thing called Dogecoin? Yeah. yeah. I, I heard another one called Litecoin. There's a bunch of coins, man. <laughs> a bunch of coins. <laughs> Different currencies on the internet. I yeah. think that's cool. 
I think it's very cool too. I mean, the government's very scared of it because it's unregulated. As we're we were talking about this earlier today, yeah. That you uh, you were saying a. Something drug related and oh yeah, the internet loves using cryptocurrency because you can make purchases on the uh, uh, you know deep web yeah through drugs deep or web. you know or you know you can do drugs, human trafficking, no big deal. You know you know just yeah. you know it's just selling my body to the internet. But no, but yeah, it's it's uh, governments are kind of they're gonna start cracking down on them soon. Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, like it or not, those things are going to exist. There's not all that much governments can do about it. You know, it's unregulated for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's because there's no central power where they're going to say, all right, we pass a law and Bitcoin no longer exists. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bitcoin's gone. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hard. I mean, there's even uh, places where you, um, you can uh, convert the currency into U.S. dollars. Yeah, there's yeah. there's like ATMs practically now. I think it's great. And it's it's... It's catching mainstream exposure. There are a lot of people who are. Well, a lot of people are trying. Let's say fifteen thousand people. Are like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's it's. I've heard about Bitcoin for a long time now, and it's yeah. just blowing. It's up. vacillated now between like twenty thousand, sixteen and twenty thousand. Yeah. Dollars. Regardless, it's it's. Huge. Was it? I heard it's uh it's having the bubble effect. Yeah. Man. Um, um, it gets getting to the point. Yeah, again to that point where it, the very top and it just drops. See, but the thing is, people are like. You know, it hit, it hit eight thousand. You know, it's a bubble. It's gonna drop. All of a sudden, it hit ten thousand. Like, no, it's gonna drop fifteen thousand. And you know, it's like, when is it gonna drop? Well, and this is the weird thing because if it will drop, this is something entirely new. Yeah, you know, we've you never know seen anything like currencies. this. You know, exactly. A lot yeah. of people say Bitcoin's the future. A lot of our currency or transactions will be dealt with Bitcoin. I mean, that's what a lot of people believe and think it's the future. See, it's a possibility. You know John McAfee? Yeah. He, uh, you know, he created McAfee. He ran mm-hmm. for president in 2016. He says... Uh, did he? Yeah. I did, I did not did. know that. Libertarian Party, yeah. Libertarian. That's pretty cool. Like, he, isn't that Jill Stein? second for the nomination. He did. Oh, no. Was it Jill Stein or was it uh, this yeah. year for the Libertarian? Was Gary, Johnson. Gary, Gary Johnson. Gary I like Gary Johnson. Too. Gary Johnson. Oh, Gary, Gary Johnson. All right, continue. But John McAfee put out this post where he says, you know, you fools, basically. He says, you know, cryptocurrency is the greatest thing ever. It's better than gold. He says, what does gold do? That You know, because cryptocurrency is all this great stuff. And there's some pretty good rebuttals basically saying, like, dude, you know, first of all, you know, gold is a material. Second of all, gold has a number object. of uses. You know, you can actually – there's actual value. And so, you know, people are, people are making the point – as basically saying, you know, it's kind of it's, cryptocurrency is kind of similar almost to like paper dollars, where it's Non-tally. only as monopoly money. As but, I've heard yeah. a lot of the comparisons, and I, I'd like to hear you because you, I'm sure, see a lot of the a lot of the worth or the value that Bitcoin gets or cryptocurrencies in general is I don't know how like if you know how it operates or how it's mined, but pretty much you know you just get these computers to perform really complex equations. And obviously, running a computer takes resources. So basically what happens is, you know, you have your computer consume a lot of electricity and after consuming a certain amount, you know, you mine X amount of Bitcoin. You know, it could be 0.5, it could be 0.0, blah, blah, blah. I've heard anyway. about that, but how do you um, retrieve it, I would ask. Like I heard that one of the ways is if you have – like if your grandparents have a really old computer that's just been sitting on for like years, that's one way you can accumulate Bitcoin. Yeah. I've At least I, that's how I heard. But how would you, I guess, extract it or um, – how would you make? How would you get it? Take that currency, put it in your. Uh, there's there's a number of services that are kind of linked to like Bitcoin wallets, really. Mm-hmm. But you know it can be difficult to extract if you don't if you don't have it connected. The same way as you know, like if you don't have access to somebody's bank account, you can't just go and say, okay, well you know I knew him, like give me yeah. the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
especially because there's nobody to go to to say, you know, I had this Bitcoin in an account, but I can't get in. And they're like, all right, well, you know. You're no, fucked. Yeah, nobody's in charge of this stuff. We can't just say, all right, well, you know, here it goes. But, uh, yeah, so a lot, the value pretty much comes from the computers using electricity in a okay. lot of ways. And also the fact that it is limited. There's an X amount of Bitcoin, you know. It's not like people can mine Bitcoin forever and ever and ever. Oh, really? Yeah, it's limited just the same way as a uh, – I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's becoming more difficult to mine Bitcoin because there's you know Whoa. fewer. So well, there's people crazy. buying. That's why, Bitcoin as of now, now it's uh, a lot of people say it's not even profitable to mine Bitcoin because the electricity costs outweigh the costs you get in return from Bitcoin. Wow. So like, if you mine Bitcoin in the earlier stages, it was a lot easier to get. The same way that you know, like, you know, the more it's worth, the more electricity you have to put into because you know if it still took the same amount of electricity, then it wouldn't be worth as much. Which is pretty interesting, though, in certain parts of the world, like, you know, uh, Venezuela, for instance, where they have free electricity. Certain people have said, you know, our, our paper money is worthless. But if, you know, we get free electricity, then we can just use it to mine all the Bitcoin because they're not going to charge well, us for yeah, having our computers running all day. Holy crap. So they wow. practically, as long as they have their computer running the certain thing, you know, they're getting free Bitcoin because they don't have to pay the electricity Venezuela. bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I think is pretty smart. Yeah. But... Um, the thing that worries me about Bitcoin is that you don't see people really using it in the market yet. You know, yeah. it's like you don't see people go to Walmart and say, oh, oh hey, I Bitcoin. got this Bitcoin. It's been about, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, what is it, uh, nine years old now? Yeah, and it's treated almost like a stock. And But a currency doesn't really have much uh, value if it's never used as a, as a currency. Yeah. I heard there's our special sites that it's like an Amazon that you can purchase things with Bitcoin and stuff Some like that. There are certain places that take it. It's just, not, like, wi- it's just not widespread. Steam yeah. But Bitcoin, that could, right? that could really? definitely come with, wow. with the adoption of more companies. And, you know, you, I don't know if you guys ever heard, but the, uh, like at the start of Bitcoin, there was a person that it was basically a landmark for cryptocurrency. Somebody paid for their pizza with, uh, with Bitcoin. Wow. And they gave, you know, say, I can't remember how much it was. I think it might have been 10,000 bitcoins wow. for the pizza. Because so, back then, bitcoin was worth next to nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now those pizzas are valued at over $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they say, like, you know, you sacrificed yourself, man. Like, yeah, you just gave away all those bitcoins that would have made you a millionaire, you know. And you bought but pizza. <laughs> without people spending their bitcoins, it doesn't get, it doesn't get the traction that it needs. Because, yeah. you know, currency needs to be spent. You need to be involved in transactions. I've seen little documentaries about people who, like, they're like 12 years old, and, you know, their parents, like, their grandparents passed away, and, you know, you get, like, a couple thousand dollars, and they invested in Bitcoin, and now they're Bitcoin millionaires. Yeah, I was about to buy it when it was about $300. Wow. But I was under 18, and it was, and it was complicated. I was like, I'll just wait till I'm 18, and then by the time I was 18, it was way more than that, and I was like, oh. you know, it's, it's there's no way it's going to go up. I was wrong, of course. <laughs> I, w- I was dead wrong. But the thing is, I try not to beat myself up too much about it because I read people, you know, uh, doing analysis on it and stuff, you know, and there's so many people like, fuck, you know, I, like, I fucked up. I sold, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold when it hit 100. And that's exactly what I would have done if what I did What is the current uh, worth of Bitcoin right it's now? It's fluctuating between 16000 and 20000 um, You, you want to look right it up now. and see what's yeah. the current? Just knows, to be dude. curious. And that's just for one Bitcoin? One single Bitcoin. But wow. in the same way that you can have cents of a dollar, you can have decimals of a Bitcoin. So you can buy like 0.1 Bitcoin. You can buy, yeah, 0.1, 0.001. Wow. Yeah, I thought about getting invested in Bitcoin, but a little too late now. <laughs> you know, see, some people, some people claim the contrary. They say, you know, it's only going to go up, and a lot of people there do is, say it's going to crash. There's some but people uh, have been saying it's going to crash since well, you it hit a thousand. Don't know until it happens. And there's some uh, yeah. financial websites that are for big, you know, for like beginners that you put in like a hundred, you get like ten Bitcoin or something like that. 
Back or, then, or what? Oh, oh no, 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 right now. It's, it's something, like, it, it, the, like a lot of content creators on YouTube, you know, if you put in this thing, you know, you, you can start uh, investing in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. if you put in like $100 or something like that. Oh, yeah, it'll give you a certain amount of Bitcoin. $16,471.70. Just yeah. for one Bitcoin. Yep. Wow. It's yeah. incredible. Compare that with yeah. a high, uh, let's see, within the past, oh, these are hours, yeah. Yeah, Within hours. <laughs> That's the thing about it. It's volatile. High of seventeen thousand, a low of fifteen thousand, and right now it's hovering at about sixteen four. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Look at look at the year. Holy crap! And Within a year, from January to now, it went from seven hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yep. What just made what made it spike like that? Yeah. What do you know? Um, is it just I'm, the current? I mean, people getting the word out about it and just buying. I think, I think it has to do with it becoming more mainstream. But also, there are certain things that happen in the world that make make Bitcoin a more um, attractive option. You know, like certain things, like uh, certain you've seen certain like things it's happen. Not traceable is one of the, yeah that you've seen you've seen several countries where their where their money basically becomes valueless. You know, and that, that's super a, that's quickly. A good way for the like citizens. Venezuela or like India, where yeah. India basically, I think it was they Germany at one point their money was practically worthless. The German they had Bitcoin for wallpaper. Or if they had Bitcoin, literally they were going home with their paycheck in wheelbarrows. So you know when you'd see something like all of a sudden you know India's like oh, their money is worth nothing now. You know all of a sudden people are like you know what, Bitcoin seems a little bit more attractive. People like uh, the French president, the, mm-hmm. the recently elected French president. He's a very, he's a big proponent of Bitcoin, big really? supporter. Yeah, so you'd see things like that, and you'd see it spike up a little bit, and like, and now all of a sudden, I think it has to do a lot with people buying and selling. Right now, it's it's a lot more stimulated. But so, I mean, as long as there's stimulation me, with Bitcoin, it's going to keep going up. It's volatile. That's the thing. Is like, I mean, even me, you know, I'm pretty tech savvy. But, but when it comes to cur- when it comes to currency, currency is a, it's a it's a difficult topic to really com- comprehend. Let alone yeah. cryptocurrencies. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's just a, it's such a unique term, cryptocurrency. Yeah. It sounds so cool. Yeah. It it sounds cool. Know, like people say, some some people claim it could be the future. That's why a lot of people when they say it's too late to invest now, they're like, no, it's definitely not. And who knows? They may be right, and I'm gonna feel like an idiot. And I'm like, "Fuck! I should invest then. I should invest then. <laughs> I should invest it. I should invest it." Yep. But uh, I guess we'll see. You know, it's like the thing is, it needs to be uh, it needs to become more easily understood by the everyday person. You know, the everyday person isn't all that tech savvy. But the same way that a debit card's kind of kind of complex, mm-hmm. you know, but it's easy to use. I think Bitcoin needs to become that way. But most people don't know how to go about. Well, how do I get a Bitcoin? Or how do I deposit no, Bitcoin? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, we were asking those questions today. Exactly. Yeah, how do I um yeah, until it becomes really easily uh used and a little bit more easily understood, I don't think it'll become super widespread. But, you know, say there's some people behind the curtain, you know, making everything run and making it easy for you to take out your Bitcoin card and swipe it at Walmart. Elon Musk is going to revolutionize Bitcoin. Dude, if he said he would, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. look, he's trying to revolution space travel. He wants to have um I I was reading something about this the other day that he wants to have I'm um, not eco- uh, uh, something uh, public space travel. Basically, he wants yeah. to make it available for the make public it. to be able to go to outer space. Not you need to be an astronaut or you know you can actually travel. Like, a, but like, it's not going to be. Basically, if you have enough money, you can do it. Yeah, 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, obviously, when it first starts off, I'm sure it'll be super expensive. But as most other things go, as soon as you know, there's more technological advances and it becomes easier to do, it'll well, eventually become available to you know the everyday public. What I'm really interested in is his investments in uh, public transport. Oh, are you talking about his uh, bullet train idea? Yeah, the bullet train, like the Hyperloop. It's the Hyperloop, super, uh, super cool. You know, DC to New York in 30 minutes. Wow. Philadelphia, I think it is. Yeah, and he's also considered uh, doing one from LA to SF. You know, all this stuff is like really, you know, and it's like, and it's uh, yeah. it's like a tube, right? And um, yeah, I don't know exactly how it operates. I just know. I don't he know if it's, it's really using magnetic uh, magnetics or this is going to be stuff. You know, this is. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, it's no. going to well, be probably is, in like the next maybe 60, 70 years. You're dude, see I mean, big over the one he's talking about over on the East Coast, he already got permits approved. Wow. Right? So I mean. And there's, yeah, well, that's a, there's a, a possibility. There's a few Tesla factories here in California. There's one in Fremont, here in Lathrop, mm-hmm. and in our little hometown. Where else? Uh, my, I have an uncle who works for a, a Tesla, and he loves it. I think he test drives the cars or okay. does something like that, something along that line. And he loves it. Yeah, Tesla's just about just got to become more consumer available. You know, that yeah, they, so it's a like a car for the for the rich at this point. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I think they're that, trying to get to that that point where they can um, reach down to the you know the everyday consumer. Though they're getting there, and I think as the technology becomes more advanced, it'll be easier. But for now, yeah. One thing I'm really worried about is the whole battery powered car thing. Like, you know, you never know when where you can recharge next. Yep, one of the ideas is uh, you ever seen those? Basically, it's like the Samsung charging dock where you can like just put your phone on top of it and it charges. Do uh, like parking spots like that, basically. Yeah, that'll be really. Well, neat. there are some companies talking about building that into uh, freeway and highway infrastructure. Wow, dude, that's so, like a yeah, like a SpongeBob episode. Future. Yeah, really, and they said Future. they said that it wouldn't be all that expensive, honestly. No. So wouldn't. basically, while you're driving along the freeway or the highway, there's lanes to recharge your car. Was it? Um, in some of the spots uh, at my job, I um, they have parking garages with um, special uh, charging ports where like those pots are only for people with rechargeable cars, and they're only yeah, allowed to park so there. They have that at Stanislaus. Stanislaus yeah. yeah, and then um. Their target here in town has a bunch of charging bays. Yeah, it does. As it becomes more popular, I think it'll, you know, it'll, it'll be a lot more available. That, yeah. uh, where the old Best Buy used to be, they have yeah. uh, Tesla charging ports. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Did not I know that. that. Yeah. But, I mean, and they, they were talking about having those, like, charging lanes uh, powered by solar power, so it'd be interesting for sure. You know, all, the, all these futuristic <laughs> ideas seem like, you know, they might be feasible, but who knows if they'll actually come to fruition. But, you know, it'd be cool if they did. One thing I read the other day was um, California wants to start charging their drivers per mile, taxing their drivers per mile. Really? Yeah. Uh. I mean that like for someone who like who's for me who commutes seventy five miles one way to work, it would be killer taxing me a mile per I mile. Like, I feel like that would be more uh, that'd be more harsh on people that have few fuel economic cars than yeah. people that don't because there's already a gas tax. So basically, if you have a few a fuel economic car. You're spending less on gas, which means you're spending less on the gas tax. Because if you're taxed by mile, even if you only it's fill as up if it once just every, makes up, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like we don't care how much you spend on gas. You know, you you drove more regardless. I think it's just uh, California. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's other ways for like for that for like toll stations and stuff like that. Yeah, other countries do that. Like France, they have toll booths basically at pretty much every on and off ramp. Jesus. Huh. Yeah, you pretty much get on. And you go through the toll station, they give you a ticket, and when you get off, you put it in the machine, and it calculates how much you drove based on where you get off. Wow, that's interesting. And charge a fuck ton. 
I'm sure. The future, yeah. man. And their roads aren't all that much nicer than ours. <laughs> They're nice, don't get me wrong, but yeah, they don't look like Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. <laughs> Fuck Rainbow Road. <laughs> oh, he's falling off the map. Fucking yeah. no side rails, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. That's what hazard. I learned. Yeah, incredibly expensive. That's an hour and a half. Yeah. All right, I guess that's our mark. There you go. All right, I guess we'll catch you guys in the flip-flop next time on Garage Talk. Thank you, Keith, for joining us. Thank this you. cool, yeah. man. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. Episode fun. two is in the bag. Numero dos. Adios. Amigos.